Welcome to Real Talk with Rio and Murph, the most niche podcast on the internet. This week's sponsor is Bouncing. Fun for everyone but you. Okay, uh, new round, new uh, new set of uh, of draft packs taking on the challenge. And uh, Murph, how's things going? That's really funny that uh, you brought in the Bouncing as a sponsor because... What is that? That was back-to-back bounces from the same realm? Like, I don't think I've ever seen that before. Well, we have seen... Uh, did we see the same... Was it the same bot or same Dominion bounced, uh, bounced two different people um, like in short succession before? But, but yeah, this was... Um, these are significant hits that, that bounced and it, it must be funny to like find out what actually happened. Because, um, you know, usually it's like once bitten, twice shy, you learn from your mistakes. So finding the story of, of what happened there um, would be interesting. Well, yeah, I mean, you got a good point there, right? Like your buddy just bounces and then you're like, okay, you know, you're like, okay, he didn't bounce. I'm not going to, or he bounced. So I'm going to absolutely, you know, make sure I do everything I can not to bounce now. And then <laughs> he goes out and bounces, right? So you just got to wonder about the comedy of errors that's going on there. And then to top it off, right realm five ward that realm right so it's just you know salt in the wounds at this point yeah not their finest hour and probably not their favorite day so how are things uh looking from your vantage point like what are you seeing uh things are different for me compared to last round i'll tell you that i'm uh, i'm definitely not in the same position that i was uh you know two months ago um but I'm enjoying my group. We're still uh, we're still active. We're still talking. We're still helping each other out. Um, probably probably similar to most uh, most of Dominion right now, in that we're seeing what looks like a runaway starting to emerge again, um, and it's just slowly been happening. Um, but there's still lots and lots of fast attackers, and it was almost a, a shame for uh, for the kind of like the the neutral standpoint that the bounces did happen because they, they were kind of like looking to be one of the main rivals to the runaway. So um, from that perspective, it's, it's not great, but uh, yeah, there's still, there's still lots of rounds to go and we'll just see what happens. Well, there's also that uh, controversial name that was dealing out a lot of drama that's in realm nine as well. Right. And that's it. Maybe this is all just uh, bad karma. So it comes down to the name selection of why everything's not going their way. Is that what you're thinking? Who knows how these Dominion gods work, right? I know from my vantage point, right, he says, uh, you know, Adolf hit Murph. So, like, I'm not taking offense to it because, you know, it's just all in good fun, I'm assuming, right? Yeah, I think so, and I think uh, when the conversation kind of came up, I think within context, it's fine. You know, the the theme was a bunch of like historical figures with like a bit of a, a pun on their names. Um, I don't think there's any any endorsement of those values kind of like being being espoused, but it's probably worth that conversation anyway. You know, what do you do if there are like inappropriate names? Um, so so it's worth having that conversation every once in a while. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's interesting to see when Karen, sh- I mean, uh, Sarmus shows up, right? Well, it's probably uh, just as uh, interesting to see if there's any, you know, abandonments that happen um, shortly after. 
Yeah, that's a dead giveaway that that's Sarmas. So this week, we are joined by Sakura. What's going on? And ZDR, the man, the myth, the legend himself. I think ZDR, if you go back in the day, he was the largest guy over lifetime, right? That's my consistent uh, mediocrity uh, kicking in. Playing so many rounds, no one else beat me. Yeah, it's like an Iron Man kind of thing, right? Yeah, yes, I go. But having said that, since uh, Open Dominion, I, I guess you're still probably one of the, the top two or three, if, if not first, and you've won a round as well. Yeah, that was my uh, greatest surprise. I think it was round 25 or something, exploring, just goofing around like I always did, and yeah, I brought it home so- somehow. Because that's one of the, the kind of the, the big challenges that we have to get within like the kind of like gameplay feedback is that exploring is usually a, a good way to finish strongly, but without much chance of winning. So. It's kind of nice to have an exploring win every once in a while, especially you know when it's somebody that knows what they're doing. Um, that it's you know you might say there's there's luck along the way, but clearly got a consistency. You know what you're doing. You stay clear of danger um, and, and put in the time and the effort to to get it done. So, so it's kind of nice that once in a while there is an explorer win. Yeah, maybe you give me give me too much credit for knowing what I do because I just win it most of the time i see people calculating stuff to what's most efficient what's best and when do i get this deck if i have so many schools i just wig it and and do whatever and sometimes i'll uh ask some feedback at people and uh to see what i what i should do but yeah that round i won was totally uh, due to attackers failing and keeping each other in check otherwise they would have been larger. So that that's a lock. But yeah, I'm consistently Yeah, one of the larger guys out there exploring, I guess, if I really put effort into it. And what do you guys think? Do you think there's a chance that there's an explorer win for this round? I think there's a higher chance this round than there's been in many rounds in the past, but I think we need to watch the last like or the next five days fall out first. And and what are you looking for over those five days? Right now, I don't see a specific runway. So by this point, the last couple of rounds, I could pin who I thought would run away or one of two people. And especially with the last 24 hours going a little weird, I think that we have to watch the next five days or so to see if a runway happens. Otherwise, we might be into the territory where a converter or an explorer could have a chance. See, and I would say there's pretty much a clear runaway prospect at the moment right i mean if you just look at the land size and the net worth of that dominion i mean it's pretty clear prospect i think is the key word there i think any other round i would have thought it was more a guarantee by now what do you think rio yeah i think there's um it's kind of like the first shot running away is uh is, is kind of clearly evident unless something does shift in the next kind of day or two. I think there's a few people that maybe one hit back at the moment 
and, and I kind of always say that a runaway is really established, you know, when somebody has like a consistent two hit advantage over anyone else. Um, that's not quite there yet. Um, there's a few people kind of like look like they're locking up against each other. Um, but there's enough, if there's enough movement in the next day or two, then, uh, then it might not be a foregone conclusion. But, but I definitely think there's, there's one kind of lizard that's, that's out ahead, definitely in terms of land size and they're one of the top net worths. So, um, so we'll and see. that realm, that realm also had the balls to go to war. Normally, you don't see the runaway realm willing to do that. So that is a bit scary in itself. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, we've definitely seen uh, we've definitely seen a few of the more recent ones. Maybe like two or three of the of the last, say, four or five have had that um, that firepower in their uh, arsenal as well. So um, it's definitely a show of force, kind of doing that against one of the main rivals. So. Good point. Yeah, it is a fair point. I mean, it is a shame about what happened in Realm 9 there, like with the back-to-back bounces. Like, they could have been in really good positions, but unfortunately, I guess, you know, it just didn't break their way for whatever reason. But, Sakura, how are you liking um, the draft situation and and your uh, spot there in your draft pack? I've been liking my draft pack so far this round. I, in general, think draft rounds are interesting because at the very least, I feel like I can look through the realms and figure out what the draft pack realms are versus regular realms. A lot of that has to do with the realms being more on the same page and more naming conventions, but it's been really fun with my realm trying to pinpoint who we think is in each realm. And which realm do you think Rio's in? Rio's realm is one I don't know that we've actually pointed out yet. So we've got a pretty good lock on a few people, but Rio, I don't think we have a lock on yet. And so are you saying you have a lock on uh, my pack? Well, there's a possibility we might. Oh, geez. Okay. You know, my pack doesn't like to be in the sights of anybody. You know, we're just very, uh, you know. I'm just saying uh, your pack had a lot of explorers. And when that first wonder disappeared, questions were raised. What do you what do you say to that, Zed? Exploring Shaputis, right? <laughs> oh wait, that's what I did last. How how many rounds? I don't know. Every time I try attacking or converting, I fail. But yeah, having a draft pack is a nice chance to have some people in the realm because that's what I like about the draft pack. Normally, I'm with uh, Bjorn, aka Summerida, and slicer and sometimes disco and it's a great great pack to be in they're fun strong gift game but yeah it all depends who you land with as for another pack otherwise if you go fast attacking with with that pack and no real support in your realm yeah you're 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 screwed so that's one of the points why i joined the draft and the draft was interesting for me this time because this has happened twice in a row. Last draft, somebody drafted Chronal, myself, and Rush. And since then, Chronal and I have pretty much packed together. And then this round, we got drafted again. So it wasn't too much different in the sense of like, I have one person I've been with for many rounds now. Right, so there's that consistency. And yeah, my- it's always good to have that one player. And I think actually out of this pack, our draft pack, there was only one player in it I have not played around with. And who is that? 
I uh, do believe that was Mola in my pack. I have not had a round with, at least not one that I recalled. Okay. And Zed, how are you feeling about our pack and situation? Are we uh, are we doing okay? Yeah, I think it's better than than regular random realms. So we've got some uh, randoms in the realm as well. I try to help them, but it's hard. I, I I get really annoyed when they just do other stuff than you you advise them. Um, Maybe I should treat him like my three-year-old son. He, he doesn't listen either. So, um, yeah, I, I don't know. So I just, I just remember saying, if a man wants to build ore mines, he's gonna build ore mines, no matter what you say. <laughs> well, uh, ask Nate. It's a round-winning move. So uh, people probably read the, the story and saw, hey, building ore mines is a viable or that's great. So I did a lot of recruiting at the end of the round here. I've had a handful of players reach out and say that some of uh, my posts were what brought them in. We ended up with a handful of new players in our realm, and one of them did have a bit of a rough start, had quite a few hits. Other than that, though, I have had two new players in my realm who are just doing exceptional. They're following a lot of advice. They're really getting the hang of the game, and I'm really hoping we get some more people from each realm that are really hanging on this time. Yeah, it makes, makes their round more enjoyable as well if they just doing well. And doing well is different for everyone. You, you know my stance on blopping. I'm not a big fan. And some people just like to go for that rank. Well, okay, I'm, I, I'm a bit of a rank whore, so I, I went for the Lumber Thief, uh, lost the uh, two rounds because yeah, you want the, that uh, badge of honor or the Rio points, whatever. Um, but yeah, in the end, I strive to be big-ish, and last round was ridiculous, because I think I was 6.5k and not even in top 20, I don't know. So. Oh yeah, it was um, crazy last round. So but you, you still try to be get some land in, uh, and sure, you can have fun and stealing plat and, 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 and blopping and stuff, but it, it's, it's a bit of meh for me if you uh, go there, but yeah. Each to his own, and everyone has his own goals. But yeah, I try to help them to to, to get their build up and, and their troops and, and get it all sorted. Um, but yeah, like Murph said, if a man wants to build ore mines, he's going to build ore mines. mines. <laughs> so one of the things I noticed this round is it's a little more serious of a round, even with a lot of new players. Uh, checking the ranks the first two days that Black Ops were available was pretty shocking. The first day, there was not a fireball rank. Nobody did a single retaliatory fireball on the first day. Um, the second day that ranks were available, and I saw this, fireball had just a few before that war was declared, and lightning bolt still had none. So normally on those first couple days, you see people dropping those for no reason as retaliatory, and I think a lot more people are playing a little more serious this time, saving their mana, saving their spy strength. Yeah, and I mean, this is a good start to the round two. Like, we've had our first war. Um, we've actually had a wonderful, right? Like, so, you know, it's some good traction is happening here, right? Absolutely. By this point in the round, in a lot of previous rounds, no wonders have fallen, and maybe a war has broken out. I do like to take credit for predicting uh, this war. I do. I did predict it a bit er earlier. I, I, um, I think... In one of our channels, Murph, I, I said uh, it's going to be uh, seven seconds after the hour change, and 
five and nine. Well, I was right about the realms, but not about the, the, the timing. Surprised that it was uh, five declaring war. I thought five was going to try to stay in the safe position for longer. Well, does nine have much, you know, firepower in that regard? I know they've got a lot of, you know, attackers in there. I just didn't, I just didn't know if they had, uh, you know, black offers or whatever. Uh, so far, I looking through ranks, they've got a couple of them in there, but I think their attackers are the biggest threat. You're talking about nines biggest threat yep yep they've got yeah. a couple of ranks but otherwise i think attackers are their biggest threats uh, yeah as long as they can make successful attacks right i mean then that's going to be the key here for them then they should be good yeah so i've just been looking at the uh the realm page of realm nine and, and there's definitely there's two people who've got titles so that's suggesting that they've got some kind of black op ability um on hand and i was just a, i didn't think that five would be declaring at all um i didn't think that nine would either actually to be honest we were kind of like ran through all the realms and and it seemed the people that looked to have potential black offers also kind of had attackers to protect as well um so there's usually a little bit of um you're almost like on the defensive a little bit rather than going to go to war because you can end up really damaging both realms of that so um it's interesting how this war is going to play out you know if uh there's going to be damage both ways or uh or it's going to be kind of one-sided some people came prepared and uh, had a rush favorite building uh, in there. And it ain't, te it ain't temples or shrine. Oh, you talking about our favorite forest havens there? Aren't they great? I'm just going to go ahead and for rush right now, say hashtag nerf forest havens. <laughs> See, I do find it kind of interesting, though, that, yeah, forest havens do a lot of damage limitation but you know if somebody's on like say um i don't know like eighteen thousand pop twenty thousand pop and they've got 30 to 40 percent protection you're still going to do this kind of like same damage as um somebody without any protection on like twelve thousand pop um so it's not going to like completely restricting it's just uh you're not going to do quite as much as you, as you'd like against a, a larger target and Maybe, Rio, what, do we, what do we think here about uh the wonders are we gonna have more wonders fall here pretty quickly or or what i think probably it's essentially the quietest realm is the one that's kind of gone for the wonder because nobody really everyone else is kind of actually like trying to play to win the round so um i think there's probably gonna be a few more days um and it often does end up kind of like the the less significant realms are the ones that kind of like keep the the, the stronger the better wonders so they, they will definitely start coming down but um, I'm not sure if it's going to be in the next couple of days or, you know, four or five days from now. I think all of the wonders are going to come down quicker than they have in the past, partly because it's a lot of good wonders. The draft captains got to pick them. Um, seeing the wonder that fell first did not surprise me. I actually expected a few people to be going for it. Anybody putting in cyclone damage, I was assuming, was going toward that wonder. But I think you're going to see some bloody battles for Wonders later. Wonders might play a bigger part in who wins this round than they have in the past. You kind of need to know when to back off, right? When it's worth it and when, when, when it's not. Because some people just, yeah, okay, we go for the Wonder, we get the Prestige, and yes, it's a nice bonus, but if it costs you like one or two hits, then yeah, you're screwed. Yeah, I think that's definitely true. We we found ourselves being in like second or, or third place in, in a couple of rounds where people would just constantly fight us for a wonder. Um 
and leaving you know the top round alone and we just kind of like had to fight back and forth for it for a little while but it ends up just hurting you so much it's just not worth it in the end um so it'll be interesting to see if you know if the top realm takes uh takes a wonder as well whether they're left to keep it um and uh yeah it's just always that kind of like the question mark of is it worth fighting for or you know do you dominate the other realm you're trying to take it from so much that they really don't have much of a battle um to kind of fight over it with you and will you eat a lot of blobs when you try to take it or retake it that's like i think it was on the last round as well people preparing for war uh who instantly fell behind and you uh pushed ahead rio last round so yeah that's one of the reasons blob blobs are not my favorite thing it's random or it's not completely random but it could be a, a kingmaker, and I like how five is doing it to nine now. But for instance, if a random realm also hops in, they basically hand over the advantage to another realm, and that happened too much in the past. So you're saying another realm should hop in? No, I'm not saying that. I like wars for your own advantage, but sometimes blobs are blobs wars are just. Yeah, pointless. They're never pointless, but other realms benefit more from it. See, and I just want to see everything devolve into total chaos and every realm declare war before the final day. Yeah, see, I wouldn't be surprised if we see another war coming, right? Because, you know, you've... You've got one kicked off already, so that kind of knocks on a domino, and I wonder if that domino falls into another domino, right? I think that this first war might kick off some things, only in that, just like you're saying, kind of with dominoes there, people were waiting for this first one. There was a lot of GPC chat, especially this time, about when this first war was going to come. Did you guys have... uh, uh... A pool in your realm of when the first war was gonna gonna be declared because I obviously lost the pool because I thought seven seconds after it was enabled. But anyone else got 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 lucky or no such topics in the in your realms? There are a couple of blobs realms hiding out there that are just waiting to declare. So you think they're on the grassy knoll just waiting to pull the trigger? Is what you're saying? Exactly. What do you think, Rio? Are we going to see some more wars here? So I'm, I'm pretty much uh, agreeing with everything that Sakura has been saying um, these last few minutes. In, in that, um, and then Zeddy made uh, the point as well that the Black Ops. We, we know there's quite a few um, like self-declared Black Ops players who that's kind of like their their preferred play style. We know that they're out there. Um, some of them are paired up within the drafted packs, and I think it's a case of uh, they're waiting for the right opportunity. They're also just not going to, you know, throw in on something um, if it's going to benefit a different realm. You know, they want the damage to be particular targeted at the right people um, to benefit their group as well. I'd like to see more wars. Um, this is definitely a realm that I've kind of like be prepared for. It. Last round, I was glad to have. Very, very few wars at all, because it would have hurt me, but this round I'm a, a lot more up for it, so um, I don't think my realm are going to be looking for it, but we'll definitely be, be up for it if it happens. 
I think all the realms are a little more prepared for it because it's a draft round. I think they just realize there's more chance of it spreading. Exactly, yeah. And uh, I think people kind of like really enjoyed, um, or for the most part, really enjoyed when there were wars all over the place a couple of rounds ago. Um, that, that really kind of like brought a lot of excitement to the to the round um, in an otherwise kind of like fairly boring runaway round. So last round, it was almost a bit of a step back and very, very muted. So I, I think just the, the people would enjoy it more if there are more wars again. And usually like when a wonder falls, you know, that could induce a war to that realm, right? Yeah, but it's typically it's, if it's one that's um, less niche, um, you know, if there's if a specific, like, explorer-only ones, you're not going to get every realm kind of going for it. If it's one, you know, like, one of plenty that's, or, or like, Fountain of Youth, but a clearly, like, really, really super strong one, then, then those ones almost always just, you get immediate war declarations. Um, that is something I thought was interesting about this wonder is it is an exploring wonder, but that 2% platinum is just good for any realm. Yeah, but you get that with the Horn of Plenty as well, right? Yep, you could just go for the full 2% on all. Yeah, that's the full 2% right there. It's, it's still a good point. Is, you know, the Imperial Armada, we had it last round for, for a chunk of time, and there's a 1%. Uh, guard plat um, reduction, and that just one percent was quite nice. Um, none of us really needed the uh, the dock protection so much, um, since I was out of range of most people, and, and the rest were either exploring or, or kind of like immune to it. But that one percent was still nice. So, um, so you're right. Even the two percent plat reduction is uh, is better than nothing. Yeah, I wonder if it, you know, even if it's an exploring wonder, I just wonder if, you know, later on in the round, if attacking realms you know, will feel challenged by the fact that the explorers could benefit from that greatly. You know what I mean? Like, I just wonder if, if they right. want to attack that realm with that wonder at some point, you know? Especially if there is any signs that we're going to continue to have a kind of open game that an explorer or a converter could win. Now, this runway could easily take off in the next 24, 48 hours, but if that doesn't happen, that could make attackers turn notice to the exploring realms. People could take it just for because they can, for the prestige, if it's easy, is it, if it's up for grabs, but yeah, I, I would say the horn, the fountain are pretty nice. Uh, as an explorer in the I don't know which round it was. I really liked the Great Market when I was Wood Elf Explorer. Just put that lumber to, to plat and uh, have the extra employment. Uh, just built a lot of extra homes. That was really sweet. My only question is Alto Heroes, who, yeah, who or who's going to take it? If someone is someone going to take it? And there's been a lot of talk about uh, nerfing goblins. What, what do you guys think about that? Well, they already did have uh, a slight uh, converter attack enough. Like the Wolf Riders are more expensive this time around. Uh, I think they just kind of exploded in popularity because it's been quite a lot of success in the last two rounds with them. Um, and, and we'll just see whether the, the nerf that was put in just slightly more expensive Wolf Riders is enough. But they're still looking uh, pretty strong, definitely early round contenders. So um, we'll see if that's kind of enough. I think that's part of it, though, is they look really good early round and fast. A lot of people exploring with them. 
but I don't know if that's going to mean anything late in round. I kind of want to see how the round plays out before I think if they need nerfed at all on that end. Because they might just blow up and then crash all their Lamborghinis, Ferraris, whichever one we're going with today. It's really nice when there's one people, one, one guy with top OP, because uh, you can send after him. But yeah, if there are multiple guys with the same OP, you need to defend them all. And that's hard. I think Visco did really well with them. I gave him my sim a couple of rounds ago. He did really, really well. Solid play. Uh, I used the same sim, uh, I think, one or two rounds before that. And I, yeah, died terribly. I got stuck and, and, and couldn't get past. And I just bent myself into the ground. Got uh, blocked in the, in the process. Good fun. So it, it's, you can do well, but... No guarantee for success. They're really nice, fast explorers, though. All right, folks, with that, I'm going to have to leave you. Hope to listen to the rest of this year soon. All right, well, thanks for joining us, buddy. Yep, have a good one, guys. See ya. Bye. Right. Yeah, well, it was, uh, it was nice of him to be able to jump on for his lunch break and share his thoughts. You know, it's always good to hear from different voices. So, Rio, do you guys think you'll be going after a winner this round? I'm sure at some point we will do. Uh, it's the same as you know, Zeddy says. It's when uh, when the the HP on them is low enough that makes prestige worth getting. Definitely, um, especially you know if it's only like whatever it's like two hundred fifty thousand or three hundred thousand when it first starts out. There's always a, a point in the round where um, it, it's worth going for it, um, but probably not looking to kind of like lock into war for, for a prolonged period unless the whole realm are kind of like giving up the, the chances of, of winning and we just all want to just turn to black ops so um, but so I think it's definitely likely that we'll go to war to grab a wonder at some point but I don't know when or where or, or which wonder it will be so do, do, you think, uh, do you think we'll go to war for a wonder eventually? Well I you're acting if I have a say in this now. You're you're our ruler, right? You, uh, we just follow your orders. Yeah, but it's like a you know, it's like a constitutional democracy over here. I'm fine with everything. You know that. I guess at some point we'll we probably have to, because otherwise it will be too boring. Well, that is one thing to uh, ask you guys. You uh, you seem to talk up your your war prospects quite a lot before the round and uh, I was very much expecting you to go for, to war straight away but it never happened so what's the uh, the reason behind that I would say and I can speak for Zed and and everybody else in my realm is we are very much prepared to war we just don't necessarily have a target in mind I guess at this point to kind of unleash hell on I'd say is that a fair point Zed yeah, you don't want to be kingmaker, or or you don't want to give some other realm the advantage. The people are are fighting; it's still open. So yeah, you can take someone out, profit yourself, but someone else might be profiting even further. So yeah, I, I don't know. I always find it hard to to oversee the consequences, and I guess that's why I'm sticking with uh, consistently uh, mediocrity. Um, I just do what I'm doing 
right now and don't look uh, too much. I think I uh, guaranteed 7,000 acres for you this round, didn't I? Yeah, we'll see. I have to be filthy, right? I have to be the better filthy for you. <laughs> yeah, we're expecting a much improved toothy version. That's for sure. And how's it looking so far, Zeddy? It's okay. Not same, same, but different compared to every round, I guess. So speaking of toothy, I don't see any uh, large Sylvan explorers there within the top ranks right now. This was actually the round I should have gone exploring Sylvan. Yeah, I'm just trying to see if there's many Sylvans kind of limping around out here. Yeah, so there's some Sylvans. Uh, they're not. They're just kind of like middle sized right now, right? And I think we would be remiss if we didn't address the fact that there's some really good themes out there this round. Hey, what do you guys think? Yeah, more, I get, I get, more obvious than others. Yeah, it's definitely. Uh, yeah, yeah. Some of them. Uh, I, I think it definitely helps to pick out the the draft packs when you see you know like eight or nine quite clearly like well uh, well planned um, draft names. Oh, sorry, theme names. Like for my two cents, I think Realm One has the best theme. It's very, uh, it's very funny, you know. Yeah, I think I agree with that one. Yeah, but my favorite real name was, or dumb name was uh, Alexander. I just, yeah, I chuckled when I read it. Yeah, see, that's the that's the fine line that Realm Nine kind of had to figure out, right? Because obviously. Not many people were a fan of the uh, the Adolf name, but there are some good ones in there, right? Like Blopperty Lee, that's a that's a good one. So, what's your what's your theme name then uh, for you guys? Uh, you know. I would say it's uh it's a measured theme, you know? It's a classic measured theme. And I would say the theme that I dislike the most is probably Realm Fives. Cause like I don't know what the hell's going on there. Is that like Latin? What is that? Yeah, it must be Latin. I uh at first, I thought I was going to uh, Google all of them to translate it, but I just haven't bothered at this point. Let me Google one and see if uh, I get all kind of alert. Let's just Google the top one. See if yeah. there's one that we need to report. Uh, see if we have to be highly offended. Yeah, see Screw if this uh, translates Screw to... you and the horse you, you ride in on. That's the top one. So I'll, I'll guess there's more of that. Let me check the second one as well, just for fun. Or... And it doesn't give me straight away. How, uh, it does give a hit in how to swear in Latin. So 
I guess it's a uh, Latin uh, cursing. Yeah, see, I just don't like themes that have the extra step of, like, doing some sort of Carmen San Diego stuff here, trying to figure it out. Yeah, themes should be obvious, I guess, or it should you should be able to understand it. But then again, I there are many themes in past rounds which I thought when people pointed them out to, to me, I thought, ah, oh, right, that's a theme. Yeah, yeah like, what's next? Understand. What's next here, you know, like math equations? I guess when it comes to like themes, they're either kind of like they're either clever, they're either like obvious. I mean, like TV shows or or movie characters or something, or uh, or they're funny. And I guess the the best ones are the ones where you do kind of get a combination of uh, of a theme, but you know that you do a parody of it or or puns or something. Like some of these names that I'm trying to translate in the Google Translate, they're not even translating from Latin, so I don't even know if Latin is the right language we're using here. Just looks like gibberish. The, the hard part of teams, most most things have been done. The, the cool things have been done and been reused. With my name, I usually just check out kind of if I happen to get hit or do something. How do, does it show up? How does it show up in the uh, in the dom chat? That's why I still love my name from Run Twenty Five. Uh, with uh, that's what she said. Do you like your name this round? It's okay. It it's, wouldn't be my first choice in this team, but hey, I really have a hard time coming up with teams the last, uh, last rounds. So it's fine. Well, I, I actually, the, is it one that can be GIF? Everything, yeah, it, it can be. Did you guys already play the Realm 10, 10 game? Is that the options? That's the options, yeah. Who doesn't like having options, right? Rio, would you say you're a fan of options? That's, uh, that sounds like such a, a deep metaphorical question or are you saying or are you asking if i'm uh if i'm within the, the realm 10 that have those options no i don't think you guys would pick this as a theme quite honestly i don't think you guys are in this realm and that would mean uh, yeah would be the uh, would be the orc right so or the chicken well you'd have to choose Yeah, I would go for chicken. And for me, it depends. If it's like Chinese food, I would take the pork, I think, instead of the chicken. Mm, yeah, yeah, but yeah, I still like chicken better. And if you see how the the pigs get slaughtered, yeah, well, it's not much better for the chickens, but yeah. That's why I don't eat a lot of meat anyhow. So, And the dead giveaway for me that this is not Reels Realm is the fact that there's two undeads in there. And I just couldn't fathom a reality 
where Rio would be fine having two undeads in his draft pack, you know? You say that though, but we uh, you played undead in the in the last sprint round that we played together, and I like thought you were making a decent show of it. So yeah, but those yeah. guys are not. Well, one of them did start out pretty decently. Um, he just stalled, and I think yeah, uh, switched to like efficient, where really you may as well just kind of go all in on it, otherwise you got no chance. Um, not that you have much chance to begin with anyway, but uh, he started out decently. They could be rare match, right? They could hop on on the on the team, but I think there's like ten of them with the with the options, and you're, the the draft packs were nine. Or did keep, did people get added later? Well, when the randoms joined, they would have had a chance to have, uh, to join the theme as well. Yeah, I think. Uh, Zediar, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I think we literally have every single member of our realm in Discord. I haven't checked because I'm most of the time on phone, but I think you are correct. And I don't think I've ever had that before, where every single person is on Discord, right? So that's that's new for me. We had to convince some people because obviously Discord is the place of pure evil and we had to do some legwork there too right like in council like we had to kind of do some dentistry there pull some teeth to get people on but ultimately we were able to do it yeah, giving people advice in council is is not great interesting with our our realm we've got all of our all of our drafted players, obviously, but I think just maybe one or, or two, the random guys have uh, come in, but they've just been jumped in and been useful right from the start. So it's been fairly decent representation on our side. And that would be my question to the the marketing community committee, I guess. People playing this game and not joining Discord, or maybe they're just not joining the Realm channel. Um, but I, yeah, I think it's a must must do. Otherwise, you you miss out on so much and, and and useful stuff. Why aren't people joining? Is it, for instance, it gets blocked on on their work devices? Like with my my work laptop, I I can't get onto Discord, but I can get onto my phone on Discord. And people just think, yeah, I don't want to to have the hassle of joining there. But why aren't people joining? Because if they join Discord, I, I think we'll have a better retention rate. Yeah, I think the real retention for us is just that the community as a whole is just a good group of people to be around, right? Yeah, I think that's typically the, the kind of the general feedback we do get. It's uh, very welcoming. I guess it's probably just because it's more like, you know, more mature. Um, group like people aren't people obviously like to do it to have fun and have a joke but there's no real like maliciousness there's nobody really kind of like going after or like toxic and really looking to, to insult everybody it's um everything seems to be pretty good fun and, and quite welcoming and really really helpful to anyone that it does come in that's new um i, I know definitely there seems to be most packs will have somebody will look like really kind of go out of the way to, to try to help 
Uh, anyone who's got any questions? Yeah, I know for us, like, that's definitely Zed, right? He's definitely trying to convince this guy not to build Orbides, but, you know, man wants to build Orbides. <laughs> they don't need it. But, yeah, it, it's it's tough. But I guess it's a great community, and, yes, there's a lot of random posts going on, and I just love seeing opening Dom Chat and seeing all the all the crap there. I like it. But also people are, are if you do need help, people will be serious. And of course, uh, there might be people offended by by, by some of the, the gifts uh, around. But yeah, I it's maybe a bit like being with your friends in the in the bar you're all having good fun and and it's there's no bad intentions there i guess and real how do you like uh backing with my main man codes there so far yeah it's been a good fit it's the i guess the only the, the real shame is just the the kind of the time zone difference um because obviously we just lose um how many hours it is in the day where we're not on but yeah, he's been great. It's it's really kind of felt natural um, in terms of playing him and um, Robert as well. It's been really um, it's been really good, just like really kind of like maintaining um, ops and, and stuff and, and kind of helping out and giving advice to pretty much anyone that's uh, that's talking about stuff. So yeah, it's been a really nice um, nice group and, and I'm really um, really happy with, with pretty much everyone that's kind of joined and, and what they've done so far. And what about Rampar? Rompar, as you know, he's a diamond. Uh, <laughs> I definitely... I'm not sure whether I'm happy that I got him or happy that you didn't get him. Yeah, yeah, that's a good question. I think, ultimately, it's worked out probably in both of our favors, right? Like, I think both of our crews are are excellent. You know, and it'd be a nice battle royale if it's uh, both of our realms going at it for the win at the end. You know, I'd like that a lot. Yeah, that would be good. I'm, I'm not sure how uh, how likely that is, um, but it would be fun. It, to be honest, I'd, I'd be quite happy if uh, if it was anyone from like a, a drafted pack that kind of went on to win it. It'd be uh, it'd be good to kind of see that that makes and be almost kind of like uh, showing the, the success of it. Um, so that would be quite nice to see. Who of the usual suspects isn't in a drafted realm? And with usual suspects, I mean people who have a shot at winning. Is that, does that rule out Yami's back or what? <laughs> Yeah, they're they're still my uh, my friends. I I really like them. I still talk to them in our round 19 channel. I guess let me see. Yeah, it's it's round 19 channel. We're still having chats about everything, but Dominion also about Dominion, but just all personal stuff. So it's 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 a great pack to be in them, and that's that's kind of what I'm looking for in this game: friendship. And sure, I want to compete. I want to do well. Um, but yeah, uh, I don't expect to be winning anytime 
So it surprised me I did. Um, but that's not why I'm playing. I'm playing to have a fun time with, with people. So I like the, the draft round to have shaken things up a bit, but I also like my, my regular pack. So that's, that's why I didn't join last time, but also because I probably would have been a captain and I have absolutely no clue what I'm doing. Well, I do have a clue, but it's, it's just basic stuff. If you just take out all the ba- all the strategic choices and stuff, yes, then I'll, I'll I'll do fine. But the whole okay, if A happens, then I'll do B, and being up at night and expecting stuff and re- releasing and and training uh, specs right before the hour change. That's just yeah, it's beyond me, and I don't want to invest that kind of time. Because that's what you're doing, right, uh, Rio? Uh, Doing all those. You, you just listed uh, like a, a a tick box of all the things that we've had to do in the in recent rounds. So definitely the the late night ones, the uh, the release in the last second, the the waiting for somebody to send in the last second or like the last five seconds and make an attack the same tick. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, and that's great, especially if you can see it coming. I think with the right pack, I could be uh, I could be a great drone. You just point me and I'll execute. But normally with hitting, I I wait a bit and then the target is gone and stuff. So just point me at something and I'll I'll go do it. But just to think of it all my own, no, that's that's not for me. Yes, this is the the element of um, of why the draft rounds are good in that you do get. Um... That, that mix of experience and you do kind of learn or pick up things and see how the packs kind of how the people play because I know just uh, I've not had too much conversation this round with my, my current pack but maybe just one or two conversations we had and uh, I, I speak to Gothier at one point and he said some of the stuff that we just kind of take for granted that we kind of like discuss every round um, his his new pack have never really kind of talked about it and people were kind of surprised that we kind of talk through these scenarios in our heads or, uh, or within the group so it's kind of it's quite interesting, um, just the things that that you learn that you might have never known about, or or things that you might take for granted that is brand new to someone else. Yeah, like I know it's you guys are doing it, but and I, I probably can do it as well if I put my mind to it, but I haven't experienced it to, to that extent. So yeah. It, it's it's not natural for me. The round I did win, I was prepared for spec drops, uh, rezoning stuff. So I I, I kind of covered that, but probably some tricks would still have, could have gotten me if they weren't all being in a Mexican standoff. And and I think that separates the the good players from the great players. The great players. All I've had that experience and, and know what to do. Yeah, it's just experiencing. I think you learn from different scenarios that you have to deal with. And you just kind of like put that tool in your toolbox, right? And then you can move forward with the understanding of what happens in that scenario. Like, I'm certain we're going to be experiencing some 
some scenarios here over the next, you know, 40 days, right? That uh, will definitely bring some challenges to both of our, our realms here. Yeah, yeah I guess you go ahead. Yeah, that's the great part of the, the, the whole drafting. You can do something else than you usually do. Yeah, you can finally, you can finally attack if you always explore because now you have the, the people to support you can point and say, hey, you need to do this, and hey, you need to do that, to do that, and hey, yeah, you have to hit now or delay your hit or dump specs, because I, I always find it wrong. We'll see where it takes me. See, my favorite part of the game is the uh, is when there are kind of like a, you know, two, three, four, five attackers all pointing at each other, and, you know, you just you try to run through the scenario of knowing that you're not completely safe to send, but what's the likelihood of somebody going for you and then, then being safe from anything else. Uh, that's really kind of like where you have to kind of go through these different situations in your head um, and basically make a decision what you think was good for you. And then also go to each of the other people and say, what would be best to them? Would it be worth them coming for you? Even if they might take a hit themselves, do they want to risk something else? That's looking kind of like the, the, the interest in the really kind of like the, the next level play because anyone that you know if you make a safe big hit you're going to make a safe big hit that's uh that's not really the fun part of it it's the uh, the times where you do have to kind of take a risk and kind of put your neck on the line and, and see what happens yeah and suddenly your, your cover hits and you're you're wide open so you're a gambling man at heart then rio eh yeah, absolutely. You know, like uh, I mentioned it last time, in the three wins that I've had, I've been hit in all of them, and it's been the same for Gossier. His four wins, he's been hit in every single one of them as well. Um, we've just been fortunate, and when we've taken those gambles, um, it's either going into like a hit exchange, or um, the, the gambles have paid off more often than they haven't. But, but definitely, there's there's never been a round where you know I've been safe the whole way through. You know what the biggest challenge I found was for a draft captain was trying to balance your time zones with people that could be around in that same time zone, right? Like I didn't want to have anybody that'd be alone in a given time zone without any kind of support, right? So I tried to draft accordingly to time zone, right? Like so two Europeans at least, two people out in Australia, and two people at least out in North America, right? So you could kind of have like a buddy system and not be alone if you need support or ops on somebody, right? Yeah, definitely. That that was kind of like uh, part of our strategy as well when we were picking. We wanted to make sure there was nobody isolated and, and if possible, get a few people. Um, I knew that I'd be available not quite around the clock, but for most hours I'd be able to kind of come in, but I wouldn't want to be doing that for the whole round. So it was definitely nice to have at least kind of, say, three people um, online that, that Whenever they're on, whenever they're online, there's two others with them. I'm I'm online most of the day or can can be. Uh, I do not get notifications on my phone for Discord, so I have to actively check. Um, but yeah, during the night, from one, I'll I'll just sleep. I if I have, if I wake up uh, to to pee, then I'll uh, sneak in and log in. But the times of uh, Waking up at night, uh, 
to do stuff uh, or in the past. I think I did one round in Classic on one hour and 55 minutes of sleep uh, when I was uh, just back from my trip in Australia and was unemployed, so I'm not going back there again. So yeah, so last round I uh, I had extreme activity, and it got to the point where even the uh, the nights where I wasn't setting alarms for anything, I'd still just wake up once or twice anyway, um, and do something, just log in either just a train or or whatever in the night. So my my average throughout the whole round was something like I think I missed an average of two logins a day. Oh my god, Rio, really? Yeah, I think it was. Um, FET kind of showed me the, the data and it kind of comes across as ones and zeros and I'm sure it was average 22 per day Wow, yeah, no, I, I tend to sleep a good solid 7 or 8 hours straight so I'll always miss 7 or 8 logins for sure and that was the thing, towards the end, I, was, um, I was able to do it towards the end but um, I was just such, in, such a habit of it, I just kind of, you know, just roll over grab the phone, do whatever go back to sleep and did you do whatever, just, okay, I train offense or I train defense, or did you actually check what to do as well? What would be the sensible move? Or Because when I log in during the night, I'll just, okay, I'll train, and I don't think about what's the best move. I won't check Discord or stuff. I'll just uh, do some training, and that's it. So, yeah, so already round, it was um, when... So last round, it was really just kind of a, a case of me fighting off the likes and the other fast attackers for the first kind of 20 days or so. And then after that, there was really only kind of like one or two um, people to kind of deal with. And it was never a case of three or four hours wouldn't have made a difference. You know, they really had to kind of like grind out kind of 10, 12 hours of something with me not doing nothing to react to them. Um, so there was never really anything urgent. And, and if there would have been, then it would have, I would have had like notifications on, on WhatsApp or Discord from, uh, from the realm of for the pack to, to say I need to do something, but I never had that. So most of the time it was just train or build uh, when I'd wake up and then release draftees and, and go back to sleep. And, and how do you do it with work? For work, I've just used my phone. Most of my logins actually anyway are uh, all on my phone anyway. Um, and then I work from home four days out of five. And even if I'm in the office, you know, it's not, not hard to just kind of like grab the phone real quick, um, do what I need to do, and then just um, put it away again. Yeah, and if you really have to do something, you'll you'll get the notifications and uh, and stuff. Exactly. Yeah. I've definitely joined a few meetings uh, a couple of minutes late or uh, or left a couple of minutes early when I could. And you know what's nice to see is that I feel like there's like a balance of races that are presenting themselves in the attacking realm, right? Like you mean last the, round to or, or across Ross rounds around? Well, like last round, it was clear that there's three dominant likes, right? Here, it's not as clear that like and throw is the strongest, right? Like you've got some good representation from Firewalkers, Lizardfolks, Lycanthropes, and a couple halflings, right? So it's more balanced with the attacking races i would say yeah there really wasn't too much change was there just firewalkers and halflings got there um got a little bit of their um casualty reduction back but 
I think that was it, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, it wasn't it wasn't a big change, but it definitely looks like, you know, instead of having all lycanthropes as attackers, right? That there's some lycanthropes, but there's also some other races that are competing for the top. And the and the race that's in the best running position is not a lycanthrope this time. So that's nice to see, you know? Well, I know that oh. the uh, discussion that I would have was that Lycanthrope are one of the most prone races to, to Black Ops because um, you need to cover off. Um, you need to make sure that you've got docks to protect yourself from sinking. You need to make sure that you've got maybe fly, forest havens to protect yourself from fireballs. And you also need to have enough spies to not get snared since you don't have uh, don't have turtles. So, so they're the most kind of at risk of the fast attackers. Um and so I just kind of I, I took the chance last round, but I, I would have uh, been very very hesitant to to try it again this round. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. So, is there anything else we should uh, touch on here before we wrap it up? It's almost an hour now. Yo, are you going to hit Murphy's round? I maybe, I'm not maybe you already did. See, I have the feeling that Murph isn't even attacking. I, I imagine that he's just uh, sat on a small amount of land with a bunch of scores and a bunch of diamond mines, and uh, he'll probably be uh, his first attack will probably come after my last attack. Oh, okay. Well, I guess we'll just have to see how it pans out. But it doesn't, It'd be nice sound, to do that. It doesn't sound like a confident. Uh, move on your part that you're going to be able to hit me this round. It's probably been a few rounds though, hasn't it? I know you've kind of have you given up on fast attacking completely now? No, but I just find that you know it's just very time consuming early, and then the chance of success with it is like five percent, you know. So. I would say over the course of the round, it's not the most rewarding. Yeah, like I, I can't argue with that. It's definitely um, even you know having one with it. It was, it was our first success in in ages going the fast attacker route. So um, and it took it took everyone kind of like putting everything into backing me. So it's a it's a very high risk and very low chance of uh, reward. Yeah, and I felt with the draft pack, I just wanted us to just kind of a nice a nice kind of like smooth round where it's just going to be like okay guys you know let's just have a good round some good finishes here and let's see what happens let's let the round come to us as opposed to us trying to like dictate what happens in the round you know i think i hear what you're saying you wanted to, to take it easy maybe snag an early wonder and just uh See what happens later on. Everything is in the realm of possibilities, my good friend. Apart from you winning. Well, you never know, you know. I I would really like, like, what I'm rooting for is obviously an Explorer win. I mean, that's kind of how I drafted, right? So I'd love to see that happen. So we'll see if, if I can make that happen, right? But I'll do everything in my power to, to make that happen, that's for sure. Yeah, and I'd be I'd be 
what I would like is I'd like an explorer win to happen where the realms kind of like fighting to help make it happen, you know, like block black up in anyone coming close to them. Um, and, you know, really kind of like doing what they can, you know, maybe like black up in threats or, or threatening um, the rivals of their explorer just to kind of like really kind of like make it a team effort rather than just a, a solo um, adventure. Yeah, what do you think, Zed? It's there's a pretty good team atmosphere with us so far. Yeah, lots of people active, helping each other. Time zones are hard sometimes, so you don't speak everyone a lot all the time. But yeah, I'm can be online for like sixteen hours a day or something 17 so i speak most of you and i like it so far except for people who build ormines when they should not yeah you could say that's their achilles heel sometimes right i get easily frustrated just ask my wife and son yeah you, you tell them they're like there's this guy and he's building ormines i just can't get through to him I wish that was uh, the least of my problems. <laughs> you know, Zeddy, if I knew you were, uh, had this uh, strong feelings about all mines, then I might have contacted them uh, to be the sponsor of this episode. Or maybe, maybe next round of next next podcast. Uh, all mines, who doesn't need them? <laughs> yeah, that's for dang sure. So, Rio, uh, any closing thoughts that you want, would like to share? Now I'm just looking forward to the uh, to what happens in the next few days. I'd, I'd love to see a few more wars going, um, and I'd I'd really like for it to to not be a runaway for uh, for a while at least. So uh, those are my my two hopes for the coming days. I think some of those are out of your hands, right? Well, one of them uh, I'm not going to be directly rooting for anyway, and the other one's probably out of my hands completely. What I'm saying is everyone else do the work for me. Right, right, right. Gotcha. So that's a that's an RVV mentality right there. He's rubbing off on you. Slow and steady. Slow and steady. And Zed, uh, any fi final words of wisdom? Take ops. Be prepared. And don't feed, don't feed people. Don't feed people. Okay, that's that's a good one. That's how runaways uh, come to happen. Right hit at the right moment because people are not paying attention. Yeah, a, a runaway is always hungry. That's for sure. And I forgot the most important thing: ore mines. If you don't need them, don't build them. <laughs> I was waiting for that one to be honest. All right. Well, I'd like to thank ZDR and Sakura for joining us for this opening podcast of the round. And we'll catch everybody in the next one. Thanks, guys.